Good morning. It's News Talk 1130 WISN. Welcome to the Metro Milwaukee Home Buyer Show with your host, Nick Ruiz. I'm Paul Cronforce. Good morning, Nick. Big, big Paul. How are you? Good morning. <laughs> it's beautiful. And uh, Actually, know, the weather kind of stinks this weekend. This is, so what so. It's, this is what it's supposed to be like in, yeah. in November. I think we're a little spoiled this Hey, I'm fall. not freezing. That's where, right. that's where I'm happy. Right. I'm right. not freezing. Yet. That's to come, right? Rainy, gloomy, blah, blah, blah. That's fine. Did I ask you this last week? Do you buy into the far- farmer's almanac predictions? I mean, supposedly there's some accuracy to them. I don't They're look calling too for a mild it. winter temperatures and snow. Very mild. Mild temperatures, but snowy? Uh, no, mild Oh. Meaning temperatures oh. and snow. Oh. In other words, not a harsh winter at all. I don't know how they do that. I hope they're right. That's all I can say. I know, every year I, mean, I, I'm, I hope I'm, I back their prediction. I hope yeah. it goes, goes that they way. They still send out the little, it looks like a Reader's Digest. Yeah, the yeah, media yeah, yeah. people get them. I'm, I'm on the mailing list. I enjoy looking through them. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of old school. My dad, my grandfather was a farmer. Okay. And he swore by that thing. That's how they did their crops. No, I heard, I heard there's something to it. I don't know much about yeah. that, I'll be honest. I don't yeah. know what they're well, doing. Well, let's talk about something you do know about. Yeah. You know a lot about buying houses in cash as is. That as is means in any condition, That's Nick. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so I'm a local family business. I've been doing this 20-plus years. I'm A-plus with the BBB. And like the show name, Metro Milwaukee Homebuyer, that's what I am. I buy home, homes in Metro Milwaukee. So Milwaukee and all the surrounding suburbs, um, Waukesha County, Ozaukee County, um, you know, Milwaukee County, obviously, et cetera. And, you know, I'm the only local company that does this. There's other companies that do it, but they're part of the national firms and their local representatives. So if you go on Google, they'll even show you 414 phone numbers and all that. I have an intuitive knowledge of the marketplace. And I buy homes, but if you want to really break down what I do, I solve problems. That's usually, usually there's some type of issue or distress that I'm engaging in, in um, fixing. So there's two umbrellas of problems in my world. It's sellers that are in sellers that have personal distress and then sellers that have property distress. And a lot of times it's a combination of, right? So what are some examples of personal distress? Maybe you're going through a divorce. You got to liquidate the property. Maybe there's a fast job relocation. You own the home, but you can't stay around for open houses and health fixing issues. things, health issues. Mom's sick. You got to move to Florida. Uh, a big one is inheritance, probate, that kind of thing where someone passes away and now you have to sell the property. I do a ton of that. That's that's almost like the majority of what I do. Well, we call you the problem solver because yeah. when you when you look into what Nick does and go to his website, please check out MetroMilwaukeeHomeBuyer.com. I'm looking at it now, Nick, and it gives you, you know, here's why you might need a guy like Nick to come and buy your house in cash. And we went through some of them, right? Yeah. Uh, and we'll get into more of those. But hey, there's foreclosure issues. Yeah. Uh, probate, meaning going through the courts. Let me just let me just touch on a few. So yeah, Paul touched on foreclosure, not necessarily through the whole process. Maybe you're behind three, four months payment, things are stacking up. Believe me, the banks pound you with interest and fees and try to bury you. So you want to get out of it, you sell. Maybe there's back taxes. Maybe there's back IRS taxes. Uh, some people sell because they have to liquidate a property to pay off medical bills. God forbid, it's unfortunate. Bankruptcy. Um, again, the inheritance thing is a big one. So these are some of the personal problems. Not to be exhaustive. There's more than that. Like landlord. Maybe you're a landlord retiring. Maybe you're a landlord that's sick of the property. I just bought one of those recently where the, the, the tenants were driving them nuts and they couldn't evict them. I came or in the, the and I home- took over the eviction. Like That's the thing. They couldn't evict them. They were having problems in court. When I buy as is, I buy it with bad tenants inside all of it. Like, yeah, they- as come with it. is whatever you want to walk away from i will take over now there is an exemption pets are not included 
I won't. I don't want your pets. Yeah, the no. dogs have to go. Out of the people the, can stay. Out of all the properties I bought, thank God I've never walked into a stranded pet yet, which is kind of surprising. Uh, knock on wood, right? Because I've heard stories. I have friends who have bought homes with like a dog in the corner and stuff like that. You've had over twenty years of experience, Nick, with the BBB and A plus rating yeah, yeah. Uh, of buying homes. Yeah. You're born and raised here, like you That's said. Right. You are the only local company that buys homes yeah. as is. Yeah, yeah. You will get Nick when you call. We'll give out his number in a minute. And again, Metro Milwaukee Home Buyer. What about that landlord that just, he's had it with maybe code violations, home staying up to code, fixing all of these... City uh, violations. I mean, we could go on and on. I mean, there's a lot of reasons people want to sell. So I just talked about some personal problems. Now let's bounce into the other main umbrella, which is property problems. You can imagine what those are. Bad foundation, you know, uh, leaky basement, old furnace and AC, uh, you know, fuses uh, instead of the circuit board, um, circuit breakers, leaky roof, shattered windows, animal stains. I mean, vacant properties, cracked concrete. I mean, dated kitchens and bathrooms. There are a lot of property problems. And I want to say that there's like a spectrum. So there's like the true like mold, asbestos, right? Like the true repairs and problems. But then there's the property that I also buy a lot of which is super dated, meaning when you turn on the faucet, hot water does come out. When you flip on a light switch, the light above you goes on. It all, quote, unquote, works, but it's all super dated. Pink tiles. I don't want to offend anybody. Grandma's house. That's literally uh, an expression we use in the industry. They they never brought it up to speed with the current granite. They don't have the glass around showers, but everything works. No, grandma's house, quote, unquote, is literally the expression in the industry. When I walk Mm -hmm. through a home, I'm like, grandma's house there's well, nothing wrong with like it. they they made sure it didn't fall over and all the like you know mechanicals seem to be fine but they never remodeled in decades so there's paneling on the wall sh- green shag carpet olive green freaking appliances uh carpet in the kitchen uh and again nothing against people who live like that I mean, Avo- I'm, I'm, avocado remember that you were right yeah 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 <laughs> i'm not knocking that what i'm saying is unfortunately that is not a home that can be sold in the traditional market because the buyers just aren't going for that so i'll buy it as is i'll do the remodeling so it's a like, nice out for the seller though to know there's a guy like you that'll come up you're the buyer to emphasize nick is not a realtor you're not a realtor you don't sell homes let me emphasize that further yes there most people are indoctrinated to think when they want to sell their home oh well they call up a realtor and they will put their sign in the front and i will pay them a sales commission to find me a buyer and i'll do my open houses and vacuum sunday mornings before the people come in etc that's not what i am at all uh there's a place for those people Realtors, real estate brokers, real estate agents, whatever you want to call them. Uh, but I am literally the buyer. I have my money sitting in an account waiting to wire in to the title company to buy your property for cash as is. So I'm, I'm glad you I'm said the this. buyer. Uh- and we want to make that distinction. My wife is in real estate. She represents sellers. Now, they want to get the most for their She's home. She's an agent. She's a realtor. Exactly. And there's a place for that. And usually the place is when the house is like in tip-top, mint condition, ready to go, turnkey for the new buyer where she can list it. Johnny Homebuyer comes in and moves in their furniture the day after closing. You can't. I'm I'm buying houses that are subpar, where there are problems attached to it, where there may be some bankruptcy involved, some complications, some repairs, some maybe some mold, maybe again the dated. We went through all of that just a minute ago. Um, so I am the buyer. When I when I come to your home, I'm looking to purchase it with my personal money. I'm not looking to find buyers or have you pay me a commission. In fact, there's never any fees, never any commissions. It's not a, there's so, not a bank. There's no mortgage. So, bank. yeah. So the process is there's no bank. There's no mortgages. There's no contingencies. Because let me be clear. The standard in real estate transactions is to protect buyers. 
Literally, the, the, the real estate contracts, the laws, everything is set up to protect the buyer. That's just the way it works. Buyer beware, quote unquote. Well, the good news is the way I buy is you are protected as the seller. I flip all that. I, I'm outside of the 99.9% of all other transactions because I know what I'm doing. I'm going to walk through your home, look around, and make you a cash offer as is. There's no inspection. I waive condition report. I waive all inspections. I'll never send in a third party to look at your property. Um, I waive uh, all the uh, bank contingencies. Okay, That's a big one. Uh, people, you know, I've heard there's obviously millions of horror stories where someone writes an offer and then on the 11th hour they can't get the bank loan because of something stupid and now they just tied up your property for 45 or 60 days and they can't get the loan. Now you got to start the whole sales process over. Those are called contingencies. There's no inspection contingency in my offers. What's an inspection contingency? It's a big thing where if you sold it conventionally, it's a pain in the neck because what happens is the buyer puts in an inspection contingency when they write an offer on your house. What that does is it allows them to modify the terms of the contract throughout the deal process. They can say, hey, I changed my mind. I just don't want to buy your house anymore. And they can legally walk from the contract. They can say, hey, I know we agreed on 300. You know what? 280 is more what I can pay now based on what we found. Or, hey, can you credit us this amount? Or, hey, fix this before we close. They can push you around. I and can't do that as a buyer. Also, inspectors inspect homes, Nick, when there's a bank involved. Obviously, the typical real estate transaction. They find something. Maybe it's small. They're All incentivized to, to uncover stuff because, again, you're paying them hundreds of dollars. They're not just going to say it all looks good. They want to make sure that their their fee is justified, so they're actually incentivized. Of course, they are. to their find job. problems. Their job is to inspect a home. They're not going to come back with a blank sheet of paper. Say, yeah, this house is great. No, Buy they're it. going to find a lot of stuff. They're going to find GFIs. They're going to find if, all kinds right, of things. Even if you think your house is mint, these people are going to find now, problems. Does that mean that? And and this is my experience just with my wife going through this. Yeah. I, I do the redefine show on Saturdays, and again, you're not a realtor, so you don't compete with that kind of. Uh, with, with those realtors at all. You're the buyer for That's homes. Right. Yeah. But she will have stories of things that, boy, oh boy, you know, and some buyers don't care. We'll fix that. that. We don't care about that. We'll fix it. We just want the house, okay? Yeah. However, things can blow up. The home, the whole deal can blow up. In your case, because there is no contract, there, those contingencies, there is a contract. There's a real estate contract, that's right. but there's no contingencies. There's no contingencies. And that's the big and thing. Contingencies protect buyers. And remember, I am the buyer and I don't need protection. So you pay cash. That's right. I, and, yeah, you no know, banks. The money is wired in, done. If you, I can write you an offer on a Monday and close that Friday. I that's like, unheard of in any, most transactions are 45 to 60 days. Oh yeah. Because always. of all the moving parts and red tape, you got to go through all these micro processes and they're a pain in the neck for you as the seller. I write you an offer Monday, you're handing me keys and you're getting a check in hand Friday. That's highly unusual in the world of real estate. It doesn't happen. I can do that though because of how I buy as is cash, no inspections, etc. Now, a lot of people say, oh my God, Nick, that's so fast. I need time to move stuff out. I'm not ready by Friday. I don't, you don't have to sell that fast. I'm just saying I'm capable of it, which I've had to do in certain cases where people are like, I'm moving out of town. Let's just get this done. You know what? My tenants are driving me nuts. Get me out of this place yesterday. So I can do that. Most of the time, Two to four weeks is the window because people need to move stuff out. They got to give their kids the memorabilia or, you know, that kind of people want some time. And I'm okay with you're the boss. Buyers are the boss in the traditional transaction. In this situation, you, the seller, you're the boss. Tell me your problems. Tell me the tell me the problems. I craft a solution based on not just price, condition, time. You know, do you need help with this? I do the whole deal. So Nick, you're the boss. I want to give out your phone number. We haven't yeah. done that yet. It's yeah, yeah, on yeah. your website. So yeah. remember this. MetroMilwaukeeHomeBuyer.com, 
435-2888. You can call or text. That's Nick's personal phone. He picks it up. 414-435-2888. Real quickly, Nick. This last week, the journal, the jsonline.com, uh, did an article about a local electrician. I actually know the guy because he's been a guest on my remodeling show on Saturdays. And they they went around the area properties in the inner city of Milwaukee for the most part. These are homes that people rent. Okay. So a landlord owns them. Basically, maybe you could say slumlord owns them because they were in disrepair, to say the least. It was about the electrical panels. And every home Bruce visited, I'll just say Bruce because... He works for, well, I can plug him, right? Best Electric, Bruce Ban- uh, plug Jansen. Plug him up. Plug him he's, up. He's been, he's been a friend of the show for a long time. So he found in every case a problem. Every electrical box he looked at had a problem, yeah. and he said, this needs to be fixed. This double tap, all the stuff he was talking about. Or fires can occur. We hear these stories all the time. You, Nick, will take that problem and just say, it's now my problem. That's right. I will buy the Transfer house. your problems to me. And I'm, I'm not being hyperbolic like literally like that is how it works and like whatever you're dealing with i've literally and i've said this on other shows i've bought homes where i am physically waiting w-a-d-i-n-g through empty beer cans (laughs) thousands and thousands because it's the only way to walk through the room is by literally and if you saw me i'm using the visual swimming uh hand motion I wait. I, I mean, I'm telling you, there's nothing I haven't seen. I've had people in tears at, at freaking closing tables being like, I can't believe you were able to buy my home. Not the, do you wear nobody would buy it. Not due to COVID. Do you wear like a, due to health issues? These homes, you could step on things? I mean, we've I mean, all seen super, the horrors. Super moldy homes. I'll kind of cover my mouth quick. You, you know, you're in and out fast enough where it's not like a thing. But. Pair of gloves. Yeah, I mean, I just, I'm in and out. Now, so Nick, fast. you're not, you, but you, but, have, but, you but, have crews that fix these I homes. do, but I want to go back to the fact, again, people are, people can't, a lot of people think they're stuck. Like, a hoarder. That's a big home, I, that's a kind, that's a big problem I solve too. Floor to ceiling stuff, moldy basement, just nasty, nasty, nasty home, and they think they are stuck. They're like, I guess I'm just going to have to die here, even though they want to get out of it, because they know they could never sell it the conventional way. They can't bring buyers through there or have an open house. So when I walk in and I'm like, I'll take it. Done. They just, they literally are like, wait, what? Like, you exist? So that's why I'm on this show. This is why. That's why I'm doing this show, to let you know, like, I exist. And most people don't know what I do exists. And that's the whole point. The problems that people have out there, and I want to say one word, hope. I'll quote Shawshank Redemption, one of my favorite movies. It's a good one. Okay, Andy yeah. Dufresne, right? We've all seen Shawshank. Who hasn't seen it? It's like Goodfellas. Everybody's seen it, right? Yeah. And here's the quote. Hope is a good thing, maybe the best of things, and no good thing ever dies from Andy. Now, that's a movie. I get it. I'm talking about people that live in their house, and it's so bad. They've lost hope. They've literally. lost hope. And then all of a sudden, they'll find me somehow, some way. Maybe you're listening to the show, and I'm like, I will take your home. And they literally, I'm telling you, because realtors have turned them down. They, they wouldn't even call a real, like nobody, a realtor would never list a home. What about that an that abandoned vacant home that's been closed I by the city? I buy a lot of vacant homes, and, and a lot of times people are feel like they're stuck with those, and then they get fees and right. fines. And by the way, if you inherit a property, 
you are the acting owner, and the city will fine you. They will, what they'll do is they'll fine the estate, which, by the way, most people who have an estate to sell, that's part of their inheritance. Oh, yeah, trust. Homes are so, in like, trust. Someone's, if someone slips and falls on the vacant property, you can't be like, oh, I don't own it. That was my mom's house. Well, no. they're going to sue that estate, and, maybe you. you'll, and you'll walk away with zero, and you'll be in court dealing with it on top of it. Yes, you so, will. So you are you in, may not even live in Wisconsin. So if mom or dad, right, if mom or dad passes away or whatever, your uncle, and you're in charge of that estate, you do want to get rid of that place quickly because vacant homes attract all kinds of problems from squatters and vandals and all that kind of stuff to break-ins. I just had someone break into one of my flips actually last week. I just found out and uh, they stole all four of my appliances that were still in boxes. No. Brand new, all stainless steel, fridge, stove, dishwasher, and uh, microwave. I just got the call um, Thursday. In the city? In the city, yeah. So, and, and it's been a while since that happened. You know, I'm at a point in my life where... Well, you've got insurance, If I this assume. was 20 years ago, I would have freaked out. Yeah. I'm not going to file a claim. Am I going to file a claim for three grand worth of appliances? Uh, when you no, buy a house, Nick, I don't. It's it just, be, I eat it. Now, when you buy a house, you're responsible for the house. You're the homeowner, right? Of course. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you must, I mean, obviously, homeowner's insurance and everything, you must insure these. I'm insuring them, but I'm not going to file a claim for these appliances. Right. I probably could... It it isn't just the, the whole thing ain't worth it. You know what I mean? You just you just buy new appliances. Right? What I'll do is see we're, um, right before we sell it, or maybe I'll sell it without the appliances and then put them in for the buyer uh, while the deal's pending. If people could see what you do when you flip these. I'm homes. so immune to so many problems that would freak people out. I swear <laughs> it's funny. I was doing a flip once in Bayview where we gutted the house and literally all like when I say gutted, everyone has a different version of vision of what gutted is. I'm talking like. The only thing left were the studs around the perimeter in the in the roofing rafters. Gutted. My buddy walks in and he's like, "I don't care how much you're making on these damn things." He goes, "I don't want anything to do with this stuff because <laughs> it, it'll work." He's like, "I don't know how." Like, it's but again, I'm so immune. That's to your just, job. That's what you but do. These headaches and like just the stolen stuff and this tenant screwed me. I just had a tenant bail on me in the middle of the night. Like it just is what it is. Like yeah. it just know why that is. Like you've experienced. Right. You've got over 20 years of right. buying homes. Right. And you've seen it all. So the more you do any job, I've been doing radio 31 years. Yeah. I. I've heard about everything. I've seen everything. We've talked about everything. Well, I've Nothing been in here when the out. when the like the dead air thing happens. We're like, <laughs> all of a sudden, I'm hearing these alarms, and it's like, uh, you know, you don't. But you just you walk in and can you, I explain you what that is? So we have six stations in iHeart's yeah. property here, six and there's an alarm. Of- I was telling my kids this the other day. I'm like, it's like a fire alarm. It's a fire alarm. When when when, when there's no sound going out into the radio, that's like the fire alarm in the radio world. Right? So with six stations, if there's over seven seconds of dead air. So seven seconds of silence, it triggers an alarm. That alarm not only sounds like a fire alarm, I've yes. had guests get up and run out of me on live it's, shows because yeah. they think there's a fire. It's a seri- and I'm like, well, come back. That's not a fire. But it's very serious. Pro- it's, it's a, a very, very serious, serious problem. It, it could be a problem because it maybe signals, hey, the transmitter's down. Yeah. Uh, Time, time on the radio equals money. Yeah. That's how we make our money. We yeah. run ads. Yeah. Yeah. Guys yeah. like you, you run commercials, yeah, right? That's right. Yeah. There's no secret. We're yeah. commercial radio. We're yeah. not NPR. Right. This is commercial radio. We don't get government grants. Right. We live and die by ratings. So whenever that happens, it also sends out immediate texts to all of our engineers. Oh, to see them. It's like little squirrels running around. No, it's, it's, I've seen it now. And I'm like, what? I said off the air. Red lights flashing. I'm like, what's happening here? Oh, so yeah, don't be amazed. And sometimes you'll hear them bleed through the mics, like Belling will be talking. And it sounds, you know, in the background, there's alarms. Yeah. It drives him nuts. Yeah. But no, the reality is, uh, it's just the nature. Every business has its headaches. I am immune to these. I love doing it. I, I, here's the deal. There's a three-step process with this whole scenario, and it goes like this. You want to do that now? Yeah. You call me, period. 
It's five minutes on the phone. It costs you nothing. You'll never have a cost or an obligation when you deal with me. And guess what? I'm the owner. You call the number. It's 414-435-2888. What is it again? 414-435-2888. When you call, it's me. If you if I don't answer, leave a message. I'll call you back. It will be me, not a third party, not an answering service, not a secretary who takes a questionnaire, some generic bullet, 10 bullet points to get from you. And then I talk to you later. It's me. Guess what? If I if we both um, see that we're a good fit where the property is good, you know, if you tell me you just built the house three years ago and you're looking to sell for cash, I'm not a good fit. You know, call a realtor. Yes, there's going to be more hassle. Because they'll get more money, right? But the reality is, yeah, your house is mint. Johnny homeowner can buy your house and move in. Hey, Nick, I just spent 150 grand remodeling the kitchen and the bathrooms. I'm not your guy. I'm looking for a house that's a little subpar. It doesn't have to be a dump, but something that's less than perfect. So if I decide we're a good fit, you decide we're a good fit, and a quick five-minute call, we set up an appointment. So step Guess one is call you. Step two is I come out and look at it. Hence, or you hear the word, I, me, the owner, not someone else. It's always me. I take this stuff personally. I take your situation personally. And I, bottom line, don't trust anyone else with your stuff. So you'll only deal with me, the owner. I come out, look at it. I make you a fair cash offer. And if you accept, we enter the closing. Ta- we, we set up a closing. That's it. And what is a closing? Just in case you're a little foggy. Sometimes I assume people know things. A closing is where the property actually transacts. So let's say I, I look at your house and in step two, and I make you a cash offer. It's me writing a contract to purchase your home for $150,000. I'm just throwing out numbers. As is, all the language of as is cash, right? You sign that. We both sign it. That's a contract. I am obligated to purchase that property under the terms written. You're obligated to sell it. And we set up a closing date. So then, um, the closing, to, let's just say it's two weeks later. That's step three. The closing is where it actually transacts, meaning when we walk out of that closing room, I own that property. You do not. You actually have no legal ties to it whatsoever. I have keys in my hand. You have a check from a trust account in your hand. The end. You walk out. Now, here's the thing. When you walk out of my closing, you literally have no legal ties to the property after that day. It's over. In 99.9% of other transactions where you have a realtor and you do the traditional route, you're not actually legally um, totally out of recourse territory. Let's say three years down the road, the new buyer fi- opens a wall and finds some you know, spaghetti wires everywhere with all this stuff right. out of code. That's right. They can come back and sue you because I bought as is. That's right. I cannot sue you. No, I, it happens so, all the time. So as is is a beautiful thing for you on multiple fronts. Number one. Walk out your front door with your clothes left behind, old furniture, a waterbed, pool table. I'll take it rusty, upside-down, freaking snowmobiles in the backyard, floor-to-ceiling, tools in the garage. You literally can leave the house any way you want. I donate usable items, and I junk the junk. As is also helps you after closing. I cannot sue you if something I find something later. If down the road I'm like, oh, my God, this is wrong, and they hid this from me or they hid that from me, I can't sue you. Again, if you hide something from a buyer in a traditional transaction, they can say, you didn't disclose this, and I sue you. Maybe, and they uh, can do it, and I've seen it happen. Five years later, I've seen people get sued. So my point is, as is is the most beautiful way you can sell because you walk away from that closing scot-free. No matter what happens, the house could collapse the next day from something you did wrong or whatever. As the seller, it's on me. The closing will occur typically at a title company? At a title company, that's uh, right. You're, you're, and before we break here, just to yeah. make sure people know the coverage area, the name of your company, MetroMilwaukeeHomeBuyer.com. Well, okay, the city of Milwaukee, inner city, the city itself, the metro area, the burbs, if you put yourself downtown Milwaukee, you're sitting at Summerfest, you're at Calatrava, figure 45 minutes north, 
west and south. That's right. That's where Nick will travel. A real 45-minute radius from like the downtown With pocket. exceptions. Every now and then, commercial property. You said you yeah. had an Oshkosh guy contact you with apartment buildings. I'll tell you what. After the break, let's bounce into those exceptions. That'll be a good opener to after yeah, the break. Yeah, because you or no? will. Commercial, right? Yeah. You'll buy some commercial property. That's right. And I want to kind of talk about that. Let's take a break. We'll come right back Sunday mornings at 8 o'clock each week. We are joined by Nick Ruiz. He is the owner of Metro Milwaukee Homebuyer. Again, that's his website, MetroMilwaukeeHomebuyer.com, or call 414-435-2888. I'm Paul Cronforst. It's News Talk 1130, WISN. Back on WISN every Sunday morning, talking with Nick Ruiz. And welcome back, by the way. The Metro Milwaukee yeah. Homebuyer Show continues. Uh, we are on the iHeart app. This show's podcasted. Uh, it's also on Nick's website. So if you miss a show or want, hey, you know, I, I heard this guy that that's another thing, Nick. I should mention this. A lot of listeners may not be willing to work with you right now because they don't have a house to sell, but they know of somebody. That's right. And, and that's Nick exactly will come right. in and he does solve problems. It's a win win. Pays cash, yeah. buys houses as is. So spread the word. Tell people about it because he is the only local guy and he knows the market. I think that's important, Nick. That yeah. You know the market. Speaking about the iHeart app. Yeah, tell me. You have, you've done podcasts. You've that's done right. a speaker, an yeah. author, mm-hmm. radio shows. You've got your own podcast. In weeks to come, we'll have news about a podcast that you'll be doing. Yeah, I'm gonna. La- I'm kind of doing a relaunch of something, and I kind of want to keep it quiet right now. But oh, did I just? No, say no, 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 no. <laughs> you said just enough. I'm. Th- I'm glad you said it. Okay, good. No, no, no. You said it perfectly. Fifty thousand watt station. <laughs> yeah. I just want to keep this quiet. No, 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 no. Basically, because a lot of people have reached out saying, "Hey, Nick, we want you to do more your content." Because again, like you said, not everybody needs to sell a home or work with me on that type of level. But so, I mean. Some people like listening to my content. So, and they've been like, to have your own show, go more into this or that. So I am starting kind of, I, I'm kind of relaunching a passion project of a, of a podcast. Um, that's going to be a lot, a lot of fun where I talk more like about success, entrepreneurship, capitalism, conservatism, uh, and just a lot of different things like that. It's a lot of fun for me. The bottom line is I talk about it anyways. So, uh, you know, why not turn on the microphone and uh, have guests and have kind of a cool podcast? That's uh, exactly right. Um, well, that's what we do in the show, right? <laughs> that, that is what we do. So here's the deal. Yes, I do what I do, real estate, blah, blah, blah. And I'm talking to you about how I buy homes. But the bottom line, too, is I enjoy talking about an array of things. And I want to keep people engaged, even who don't have a house to sell at the moment. Okay. It's fun for me. I like doing it. But um, I want to go back to what we left off with, which was a you know forty-five minute radius. But I go further with certain types of opportunities. So here's the thing: I also buy commercial property, and most of you listening, this won't apply to. But I just want to throw it out there real quick, so you know what's going on. So I'll buy commercial shopping strips, uh, industrial. Um, I. I mean, I might be buying an Ace Hardware coming up real soon, just to give an example, or like a little mini shopping strip. Land. Maybe you're sitting on land that's opportunistic. Uh, self-storage. Uh, office building. I'll buy any of that. And again, most of you listening probably don't own that, but maybe you know someone who does. Maybe your uncle is complaining about some building he has and uh, he's ready to retire. Turn him on to me. I'll look at it. I'll buy a business. Okay. You have a laundromat you're sick of? I'll buy that. Uh, you know, or you have some kind of shop. I don't know. I'll look at anything. I'm an I'm a thoroughbred entrepreneur. I've been an entrepreneur since kindergarten. Literally, like in fourth grade, I had my first business with some things. 
I just love doing it. I'm smiling because I'm picturing you as a little Nick Jr. running around. In fourth grade, I started my first. It's the earliest endeavor I can remember. I was, uh, we went on this camp with the school, and uh, some kids had a cold. It was in the fall, and there was these weeds on the ground that smelled like mint. So I freaking picked them up. You go like this. You you, you move them together with your yeah. finger, and if the kid sniffs it, his his nose supposedly cleared, or I, I or I propagandized that it would clear their nose. <laughs> what, and then work? I convinced a couple kids to pick it all for me somehow, and then I went home with a, a bunch of their uh, vending machine money. I had a bag of quarters. So <laughs> that's the first endeavor I can remember. And that's after hilarious. that, it was, I sold fireworks in middle school. In high school, uh, in the 90s, I was the uh, consignment guy. Give me your pager, your CD player, et cetera. Oh, Give it yeah. to me on consignment, and I would go sell it. And, uh, you know, I just, I love being a merchant. You are a true I love being, entrepreneur. Right. And there's different spec people on the spectrum of entrepreneurship, but I'm like, I love the game. I am a true entrepreneur through and through. It's in my blood. I'd starve before I did anything else. Well, the, period. small businesses, mom and pop businesses are the backbone of America. Nick. 100% they are. Yeah. yeah. They're and, the and, ones that are hiring all the people and taking care of our working yeah, class. Guys like you making, making things happen. That's right. So again, reaching out to Nick, you cover that area. Yes, there. Uh, on occasion, you will go to the Fox Valley. Oh, yeah. Like I just sold 26 units in Oshkosh. Okay. I'll go to Appleton, Fond du Lac, talk to me about Madison, Lacrosse. Um, I'm looking at a, a commercial deal in Delavan. So my point is, uh, yeah, my, my point is, so I will go outside of the 45 minute radius, right? So like we talked about, if you have a home that you want to sell, a single mm-hmm. family home, I can't go to Appleton and buy your single family house. Cause there's, there's listeners all over the state. I get people at the Wisconsin, Illinois mm-hmm. border. Uh, you know, Hey Nick, I'm in, uh, Madison. Hey Nick, I'm in Manitowoc. I have this single family. I don't not want to buy your house because I don't feel like driving that far. It's just it's a, not a mathematically sound scenario for me to send my crews up there and operate on a single family home. I just can't do it. Talk to oh, talk to and obviously I buy apartment buildings. I'm sure you guys know that. Talk to me about an eight, sixteen, thirty two unit, etc. Yeah, I'll go to Appleton for a thirty two unit. I'll go to um, Winnicani for a you know an eight commercial shopping strip with the cell phone shop, the barber shop. In you it, won't go out of state. Uh, I could look at out of state with the right triple net lease scenario where it's a very clean, hands off. You're kind not of a thing. licensed realtor, so it wouldn't matter. You could buy any property. Oh, I, can do, to. I can do anything I want. Uh, yeah. So I, out of state is a little out of bounds for me, but hey, I'm an investor. If you show it to me, and if I love it and it's beautiful, I'll make something happen. Yeah, you make that offer. That's that three step process. Right. So we're, again, we're talking with Nick Ruiz. He is the president, the owner of Metro Milwaukee Home Buyer. Check out his site or. Look at the Facebook page. His Facebook page has videos, a lot of them, yeah. of examples. And this is why, Nick, I want to spend just a few minutes on the win-win. You could even say win-win-win situation. Yeah. Because you are the problem solver. You buy the house in cash. That's right. Who wins? Well, you do. You're a business guy. That's your job. Right? Many people win. Let's How talk about, about the, the seller. Wins. How about the seller? So I win because I'm getting an opportunity. The seller wins because they have an unwanted property with personal distress probably attached to it. So they relieve themselves. The side neighbors win because I'm improving the property that they're literally sitting next That's to. That's right. Uh, so they win. The community wins because the, I'm usually creating a higher comparable sale. If property values go up, municipalities bring in more tax revenue. Well, the value is going to sh- uh, certainly go the up. The neighborhood yeah. loves me because I'm se- I make these places so beautiful. I'm getting more than top dollar, which again raises the bar of comparable sales. Tax revenue for the city. 
everybody wins. Seriously. And that's why I love doing this. Because a lot of people look at entrepreneurship and business, investing, etc. as a zero-sum game. If I win, you must lose. That's not how this works. I'm solving your problems. And yeah, there's some upside. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a businessman. I have to make money when I buy your home. But the beauty of it is, I'm usually improving the property in your situation in a way where you can't or won't. Meaning... May, you could fix it up and make the, 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 the spread. And I'm transparent enough to tell you my profit spread. When I walk in, you'll never scratch your head wondering how I came up with an uh, offer or and a lot of people price. ask, right? I go line by line. Your house is worth yeah. 350K when it's done. Nick, how do you know what it's worth when it's done? It's called comparable sales. If you're, if you have a three bedroom, one and a half bath ranch that, like, that has a fireplace, 1500 square feet, in a half a mile radius in the last six months, what have those sold for in mint condition? Not what Johnny is asking. Johnny up the street's asking three ninety nine. What, I don't care what it, anybody's what asking. What did it sell for? Sold prices, yeah. boss. Buyers make the rules on well, value. Every not realtor sellers. talks about comps. When they talk about comps, they're looking at comparable comp, properties. Comp is short for comparable sale. So if they all sold around three fifty and you have a three bedroom, one and a half bath ranch like that. Your house is thank you. Your house is worth three fifty when it's done too. But when you said thank, we shouldn't mention Perfecto just brought you a cup of coffee. Yes, he did. Perfecto, my good friend. By the way, listen to him. He's on at nine thirty. Coming up in a little over a half hour. Yep, that's right. So no, the comparable sales. So your house is worth three hundred fifty k when it's done, but. It needs a new roof. It needs new windows. The kitchen and bath have to be remodeled. The foundation is leaking. It needs a new furnace. You have fuses instead of circuit breakers. Maybe it needs 120000 worth of work. So now it's simple subtraction. 350 k minus the 120 mm-hmm. minus a profit margin for me, which I don't need a lot. I, I, I'm transparent in telling you. That's what your house is worth. And Nick- like, But the beauty of it is I love this business because the value is objective. It's not like some car th- sales deal where you go in and... They go high, you go low, they go a little lower, you go a little higher, and you have this weird mishmash seesaw. I hate that negotiation. It's it's disgusting and annoying. This is simple. Me and you are on the same team. The data is the boss. What does the data say your home is worth? And then it is what it is. You'll never scratch your head wondering how I came up with my offer price. So, that's it. When I said win-win, you said neighbors on each side. Everybody Clearly, wins. what yeah. about the, the it, neighborhood? But hold on, the right. neighborhood. But back to the fact that most people look at some people look at business and investing as a zero-sum game. Zero sum. For those people who don't know what that term means, means if there's a winner, there must there's be someone loser. taking an equal loss. Mm-hmm. If I make one dollar, you must be losing one dollar. That's not how this works. Because here's the deal: when I walk into that property and it needs a bunch of improvement, you can improve it. And I always tell people, don't. I'm not a salesman. I'm not twisting your arm. I'm not saying you should sell to me because of X. I give them all the options. You can improve this property. Some people have the money and resources and just don't feel like it. And they're like, you do it. You make the money. Yep. Which is literally most of the time. In the world of real estate, Nick, it's called Fizbo. That's for sale by owner. God bless you. If you want to try to fix up your house, put it on the market without a realtor and just sell it by yourself. I tell them that. I'm, I'm never coming in to sway of your opinion. Anybody can I'm do that. I'm here to tell you what's going on. Everything on the table, you make the decision. Some people don't have the money. They're like, I don't have, you know, 50 grand to put into this place. So you take it. Okay. Or, or they might have the money and resources and just be like, I don't have this kind of time. You make the money. Do you always take? A property and turn it around, fix it up. It, Sometimes I keep them. So the, people say, what do you do with my house? Well, there's two things I do. I either fix it and sell it or I fix it and keep it and bring in quality families that want to rent it for a while. Sometimes I even help them become the homeowner, so it's of, the, case by homeowner case. of the property, which is nice. I, I I love converting a tenant into a homeowner. I've done it many times. It's a fun thing for me where the tenant comes in, they pay me rent for a while, we get their credit in order. And 
nothing, and then they buy the house from me. Nothing. And now they're a, and now they're a responsible homeowner. Nick, this my is a beautiful situation across the board. Instead of renting, I just say, please start building equity. Renting's burning money. That's right. Literally, build, flushing even it down if the it's toilet. A, uh, maybe it's a starter house, whatever you can afford, right? But hang on, though. There's an argument for renting, okay? There really is. And, and, and actually, we are moving more towards a renter nation, period. Uh, even boomers are renting. They want to be downtown where the action is. The boomer generation is doing more renting than they usually would uh, because of their situation. And then the millennial generation is also doing more because why? There's no job, sec- there's no job um, loyalty anymore, meaning employers will cut you in a heartbeat and you as the employee will take an offer over here in two seconds. So I, a lot of younger people like the idea of being able to give a 30-day notice and just move as opposed to, I have to unload this house. Uh, plenty of homeowners too, but we, there are a lot of people who prefer renting. So there's, a, there, there, there's pros to renting. When I say you're burning money, that is the truth. You're well, not burning you, throw, you, you, you have to you, live somewhere, and you, you always have to pay. I'm a fan of being a homeowner, but I'm uh, saying there too. is an argument for renting. Uh, but again, I, I do like the idea of, you're creating wealth like uh, uh, wealth is a byproduct of being a homeowner. We are starting to see, and GMAR will, will, will say this as well, local realtors will say more millennials are beginning to buy properties and start their families. Uh, millennials are notorious for starting a little bit later with everything, yeah. homeownership, and they're marriage, the, they're the, binest, the biggest generation. I don't know if people know of this. Of course they are. They're bigger, than, bigger so, than the boomers. Millennials are bigger than the boomers. So they drive things, right? The boomers drove the economy. Now millennials are driving. Yeah. Uh, and they have a different psychology than boomers. Boomers were roll up your sleeves. Let, honey, let's fix the kitchen on the weekends. Millennials are not. So that, but what you do is you don't cry about it or say they're lazy or that. The ob- it is what it is. Yeah. You have to evolve with well, it. Times have changed. So now I take the home and put a silver bow on top and, and give them the appliances and everything else and turn the key and move in. I remember my dad, you know, guys that used to work on their own cars, not changing oil. I mean, putting in new brakes. That's being, my dad. Doing that Born work, in 1955. Right? Well, now you talk to these baby guys. Boomer. Even gearheads like your dad will yeah. say, with these new cars... I can't really. Well, do I don't anything. think you can work on the new cars the you way you really. Yeah, it's I don't limited. Think, when you get a Toyota Camry, you're not like working on it. You got to plug it into it's the a computer. plastic electric scenario right. under the hood. So yeah, it is different now. Um, but uh, it's a different generation, and I love evolution. You know, for example, like I'm looking at more um, commercial opportunities now than ever before because the apartment building is so uh, the apartment world is so cluttered with everyone wants to buy apartment buildings. So I'm like, all right, I'm not going to fight for that with the sharks. So I'm over here buying a lot more commercial opportunities. Um, just it's it's a whole nother topic. Well, I'm glad we mentioned commercial because really we stress residential properties. That Nick comes in, he buys your house as is. Remember, it's a cash offer, and it's. Right there on the table. Very transparent. It's either a yes or a no. Very, yeah. You said you don't negotiate. There's no, there's no, there's no arm twisting and salesmanship. It's, hey, I'm here to help solve your problem. Never an obligation, never a fee. I'm here to help solve your problems. Here are the options. Hey, maybe we work together. Sometimes we're not the best of fit, but I want to convey. And by the way, I'm highly incentivized to pay you the highest and value, uh, highest and fairest value possible. Cause if I didn't, I would never buy homes. I know we got to take a break. Call me at 414 435 2880. 414-435-2888. It will be me, and I'd love to talk. No obligation. Yeah, there is no obligation. Why not call Nick and have a chat? Yes, it's Sunday morning. Nick's always got that phone. It's attached to his body. It's a part of his body. 414-435-2888. You can call or text that number, or if you forget it, just remember his website, MetroMilwaukeeHomeBuyer.com. We'll be right back. News Talk 1130 WISN. 
Welcome back. We continue on WISN with the Metro Milwaukee Home Buyer Show every Sunday morning at 8 a.m. with Nick Ruiz. You know, when he says buy homes as is, I mentioned the journal article on the uh, just a random sampling of homes in Milwaukee that every home they went into, the electrician said, not up to code, not up to code. Well, it's not just the electrical, Nick. You might have septic. You might have foundation issues, roofing issues. Anybody that owns a home knows they're a lot of work, Nick. They are. Yeah, there's a lot of things Maintaining. going on. Maintaining. And, you know, especially let's say you inherit a home or something like that. There's a lot of moving parts in these properties. So, And we should emphasize, if you do inherit a home, let's say you're part of the estate plan, you're in, I don't know, Alabama? Yeah. Mom and dad are gone. Maybe mom has lived there and now she passes away. Yeah. That person... Who now owns a home, so they're the beneficiary, right? Right. They get. The, they don't have to come to Wisconsin to close. No, you can I, take I, that home off their hands out of state. You can sell that home remotely. Period. So let's again. You're in California. Mom passes away in uh, Shorewood. She has a house there. You want to get rid of it? You can call me. I'll handle the whole thing remotely. Condos, the title company, condos. Yeah, the title company will have everything. They do the FedEx document thing and the uh, internet signing. It. This is a breeze. In fact, you you can sign my offer electronically. This is a no-brainer for people that have homes that are subpar, need work, need a lot of work, infested with mold, asbestos. I want to be clear that it's everything. There's a spectrum. It's everything in between. You, you don't think, hey, my house isn't terrible, a terrible dump, so I don't, I can't call Nick. He only buys the worst. No, there's a spectrum. I told you. I buy the worst. I'm talking like unlivable, uninhabitable type of properties all the way to grandma's house, quote unquote, like we talked about, where it's... Everything works. It's clean. It's heated. You can. You're not going to freeze in the winter, but it's all dated. Shag carpet, paneling, all that stuff. Call me just to see if we're a good fit. It costs five minutes of your life. There's no fee to call me to see if we're a good fit. We'll talk. And you know what? If I don't think I'm the right fit, I'll guide you in the direction that uh, works best. Even though I make no money doing that, I'm trying to guide you to the to correct place for you. So again, Nick, uh, I want to. We talk about the city, the metro part. You talked about how far you'll travel. What about rural properties? Yeah. Old farm and abandoned yeah. farm. Sometimes those are tricky. Like old farmhouses, structurally, I don't love them. They just when you're talking those middle eighteen hundred types, which I've walked through mid to late eighteen hundred fieldstone foundations. Sometimes I just I'm like, this is too much of a headache. I mean, literally, you're talking like a guy and his nephews built this house. Like that's how that worked. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like him and his buddies and his nephews. Brick by bricks, and, and God bless the scenario. It's just sometimes that's a can of worms that I don't always love. So rural properties are case by case, but those mid eighteen hundreds farmhouses, I don't love those. I'll be honest. <laughs> that that is a that, that is a tricky. Okay, one. Nick, we're weeks away from Thanksgiving. Of course, the holidays, Christmas right around the corner. Then comes a long Wisconsin winter. Yeah. Right. I know you would prefer clearly any home inspector, anybody in real estate would wish there would not be snow and we could walk around the outside. But you work all year. Long. It doesn't matter if it's middle February. Yeah. Right? Yep. I, w- I wanted to bring that up. A I'll look at people... your house on 5 p.m. on Thanksgiving. No, I won't. That I won't do. Well, your wife. Your wife. <laughs> I'll walk into your you. turkey dinner and buy your property. Now, no, they I... would kill you if you did yeah, that. Yeah, they, they would. Maybe they would. Thanksgiving is off limits. Uh, but I mentioned that just because it's not just the city of Milwaukee and homes in yeah. Milwaukee. And you can reach Nick anytime. In fact, right now, Sunday morning, if you want to reach out, give Nick a call. And if you're listening to WISN, we probably think the same way. Let's make, make America great again, okay? Nick is wearing his 
red make America great again yeah. cap. Yeah, I love American patriotism. I think our country is going through some of the worst times we can imagine, uh, from city all the way to federal government. I think the overreach is sickening. Uh, I told my story about when I got COVID. That's what pushed me over the edge to really get loud. Uh, a friend of mine just got COVID. friend of mine just got COVID. And he got rejected at every pharmacy for ivermectin that his doctor wrote oh, a script for. Oh, of course. So I turned him on to my pharmacy in Cedarburg, this little mom and pop joint, and he got it. But this is communism. Really? I live in Cedarburg. This is ye you old pharmacy. Me. Ye old pharmacy. Oh, can I know I, Can I say them? Yeah, that's what you just did. I just did. There we go. I don't know who you can no, shout out I, who you can. I know those They orders. will give you a script for ivermectin. He took ivermectin. Within 24 hours, his entire situation reversed. Now, you have sick. to have a doctor write you a prescription Of course. Yeah. Of course you, you do. You did have COVID. You recovered very well And I took it. ivermectin. My friend, within 24 hours, all of his symptoms uh, dissipated. I'm telling you right now. The verge of communism is upon us. So I, you better be a patriot and speak up. Don't be quiet. We are the majority. We are the majority. We are just being way too quiet. The the, the minority is loud. The the majority. That's why I wear my hats and wear my shirts. Hey, you ain't alone, buddy. You can say it because they come up to me. Hey, I love this. I love your hat. Wear yours too. We got a break. I just realized we never let you go off in your, your tangent today. That was it. This has been a low tangent short. week, it's which is fine. It's been a low, Keep low, listening. Yes. It'll come. Yes, we'll be back after this. Hey, Perfecto's got Valor Latino, a great show coming up in bit. We'll tell you about his guest. Wrapping up the show with Nick Ruiz, the Metro Milwaukee Homebuyer Show. I mentioned Perfecto's Valor Latino coming up at 930 with candidate for mayor, former alderman Bob Donovan as Perfecto's guest. That's going to be a really good show at 930. Nick, we're out of yeah, time this week. That's right. So if you if you want to sell a home fast for cash for any reason whatsoever, it's only a five-minute call. 414-435-2888. 414-435-2888. Or go to MetroMilwaukeeHomeBuyer.com. Let's see if we're a good fit. Next Sunday, we'll allow more time and you can go off on your own. Tangents. That was a fun show. Thank you, Nick. Have a great week. Uh, The Metro Milwaukee Homebuyer Show back next Sunday, 8 o'clock, each Sunday morning on WISN Milwaukee.